0: How hard can it be? Rubbish, 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 rubbish. Okay, how long do you want me to keep saying rubbish?
1: This is Sledge and Hammer, the automotive-infused podcast brought to you by the Court of Nerds. The opinions expressed on this show are that of the hosts alone, and not reflexive of the rest of the Court of Nerds, nor Elon Musk and his perambulations. Now buckle up because these two believe that any restaurant can become a drive-through if you go fast enough. Kevin and Stacy. Hello and welcome to the debut episode of Sledge and Hammer, a show where a couple of nerds don't mind talking about what's under their bonnet. I'm Kevin and sitting 900 miles to my left is Stacy. Say hi, Stacy.
0: What's up, nerds?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Woo! Way to go! We should be in broadcasting <laughs> it's the whiskey. school. Yeah, it's the whiskey. Uh, isn't it amazing that it took us so long to like record a podcast together?
0: You know, as soon as you mentioned it, I was like, "Why did we not do this sooner?" We talk about ours all the time. Well, and
1: it's this is the first time we've actually like even skyped or recorded with each other. Like, uh-huh. despite all the different podcasts that the Court of Nerd produces. Like this is the first time me and you have been on one together. Is this Drew? Correct. This is Drew's fault, right?
0: Um, even if it's not, let blame, let's blame him anyway.
1: Yeah. So, uh, do you remember the? F-
0: you know, you know, he's not gonna listen to this because he hates cars. He's he only recognized the cars at the auto show that I pointed out to him.
1: <laughs> hey. That that can't be true because one episode of the Court of Nerds was brought to you by the 2015 Honda Ridgeline. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: that okay, I'll I'll give you that.
1: Uh, Drew, I love you, man. Uh,
0: we love you, man.
1: <laughs> uh, let's let's relate to our lone listener, which we've now established as Drew. Uh, how we first realized we had similar automotive interests.
0: Oh, man. It was, uh, it was the day that we got kicked out of the group chat for talking about vehicles too much.
1: I, I know, right? Uh, it was, uh, I, I think I remember the day, it was like two years ago. Uh, I go to a lot of car shows, uh, and uh, my son is a mini gearhead, as some of you have, have heard on the show before. But uh, it was the Simsbury Fly-In where airplanes and cars, you know, like kind of come in. It's like Mustangs and Mustangs, you know. It's really kind of cool. And I was just like, oh, check out all these classic cars, you know. And I knew that Stacy uh, had liked a bunch of pictures on my Facebook feed and made some comments about them. Uh, from a previous car show that I was at, and I was like, "Oh, look at this!" and I just kept uploading pictures to the feed, and Stacy just kept you kept going on and on about <laughs> about the pictures, and eventually, uh, well, uh, it Grant got annoyed, Drew got annoyed, Ben was kind of into it, you know. Uh, he he likes
0: well he likes- he likes to review cars. Well, it, so we had him on on our team. Oh,
1: absolutely, we'll have to have him on. Uh, uh, sledge and hammer at some point. Uh, but yeah, uh, this did end up us getting kicked off the chat for a while and we learned our lesson, our lesson.
0: And, and, until
1: the <laughs> next time when we didn't.
0: And maybe a couple times after that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Uh, you're kind of now at the top of my messenger feed. And so, yes! so yeah, well, whenever, you know, I'm out I was like, Oh, there's a car uh that I need to see and stuff like that uh, you know take a picture of it uh here weird automotive story so driving my son to preschool uh and uh, we're going through Simsbury here in Connecticut yeah New England all right uh and as i'm turning uh there a, a car goes by and i didn't really notice it but my son goes dad i just saw a Lexus LFA I'm like Son, No, you didn't. That's uh, yeah. It was a, it was a silver LFA. So there's, there's like only five over a hundred of them ever made. And it's, you know, like a $400,000 car. You're not, you didn't see an LFA. Yes, I did. And I was like, fine, I'm going to prove to my son that he didn't see an LFA. I find a junction, I turn around and I drive a little bit faster than I should have. And I go the direction that, and I come up, and I see, like, three cars in front of me is a Lexus LFA. <laughs> <laughs> and it's at that point I realized I I can't argue with my son.
0: I mean, the kid knows his stuff. Oh, my goodness, does he? Uh, so it's it's He's got so much more room than we do. That's my argument. <laughs> he hasn't bungled it up with a bunch of useless crap. Oh, absolutely. Like, Calculus. Who uses calculus? Engineers. Engineers. The, the, That's a terrible joke. The,
1: the people that made that Lexus LFA. What
0: What got you into cars? What? Like, what started what that? What started me?
1: Uh, well, my grandfather, uh, Gustav Janssen, uh, worked for, uh, oh, this little automotive company called General Motors. Uh, he worked for them for about 35 years, you know. Yeah, so uh, right there uh, in Pontiac, Michigan. And uh, as a result, I can't drive. I can't own. It's not that I can't drive. I can't own myself anything that is a non-GM car.
0: Is that because of the shame of your family?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, it's, it's weird uh, because uh, I got strong Irish roots, uh, but inside of me... Beats the heart of a little Italian who 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 just wants to be fabulous, thrip, throw his hair back, and drive tiny little cars uh, through mountain roads. Why are you
0: going so slow? You have this car. Go fast!
1: <laughs> Absolutely. What 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 got what got you into cars?
0: Um, I've always been a bit of a an adrenaline junkie. Um. And I don't know which came first, if it was the adrenaline, like the love of the sound and and the vibration. Uh, I love. I'm I'm a very tactile person, so like if I see a cool fabric, I have to go touch it. If if I hear something vibrate, I want to be able to feel it. That's why I like loud music because I can feel it, and there's something about it that's very tactile for me. So I I like the rumbling and the sounds and the harshness, and I I really love that, but. I think it must have been my dad that introduced me to it. And we used to go to car shows and it was, I, I always remember them dragging us to stuff and I just freaking hated all of it. But when they said, we're going to go to a car show, I was like, hell yes, we're going to a car show, flame shooting out of cars, the sounds, it's just, it's immersive. And I, it's strange because, I mean, I'm, as most people know, if they listen, I'm mildly autistic, so you would think that loud sounds would cause me problems, but it's got to be the feeling, the submersive feeling of it. So bonding with my dad, you know, we talk about, the last time I was home we did, I showed him some Top Gear clips and some Grand Tour clips of some races, which I'll talk about later, Um, and he was just like, what? And we just sat there and talked for like an hour about cars electric motors and where where the industry is going so it's a really nice way for me to talk to my dad we have something in common it's it's a nice little bonding situation for us
1: sweet uh that my my dad uh the first car he ever owned was a 1952 chevrolet power glide the very first automatic transmission car ever made that's sweet. And he wrecked it playing car tag. Now you ask yourself, now, <laughs> Sledge, what is car tag? Uh, um, well, uh, in my dad's a Uper. Well, was a youper. He he passed. But uh, back in ye old fifties, uh, uh, you would amuse yourself in the U.P. by driving fast. Sticking your arms out the window and trying to tag another car that's going very, very fast. Uh, Sounds safe. Oh, super safe. So safe, in fact, that he spun out of control and hit into hit a gas station uh, and knocked <laughs> over a bunch of gas cans and stuff like that. Uh, the gas station was actually owned by his uncle. Uh, so, yeah, mm but yeah, that that's that you can see uh that I might have a an uh bad driving DNA inside of me. <laughs> you complete moron. I hope you get Bill Hartzier of the ball sack! So here's a question. I mean, still kind of on topic. Uh have you ever gone a hundred miles an hour in a car?
0: Okay have I driven in a car that has gone 100 miles an hour or have I driven a car
1: uh okay so have you been first have you been inside of a car that has broken 100 miles per hour Yavol. uh have
0: a- on the autobahn hey!
1: <laughs> me as well that was that was my first time going over that uh have you driven a car over 100 miles an hour
0: Okay, so that is a story. Okay. Um, I went camping last year, and I took one of my friends and our two dogs, and we went out. And I went to my favorite place in Michigan, which I won't say because there's too many people there already. And there's this, like, four-mile stretch where it is flat, and it is straight, and there is never anybody on this piece of the road. So I always me being me. I'm just like, let's do it. And I've done it before, and I've gotten up to like 80, and I'm like, all right, that's enough. You know, because my car starts to kind of float. I have a Ford Escape. 2012 Ford Escape. So, it kind of starts to float at 80. I'm like, I think we're going to stop there for the day. Well, I've got her and the dogs in the car, and we're just having fun, and I looked at it, I was like, you want to feel what four cylinders feel (laughs) (laughs) like? And I fly. Floor it and it, my, my little forest owner. <laughs> so we're we're plugging along, and I'm like looking over at her because she does not like speed. Yeah. She's like, nope, yep. nope. Me, I'm like, this is just getting fun. And my my speedometer gets to 98, and it just starts to float. And I'm like, foot is down. Unless I throw somebody out of the car, this is as fast as we're going. <laughs> so 98, 99. That's about as far as I've gotten. I'd love to hit a hundred. My parents have a Corvette. If they ever hear this, they're never going to let me drive it again. <laughs> but someday I'm going to take my dad to a section of road in in Michigan, and it's it's about an hour and twenty minutes from here. And we're just going to gun it because there's no there's no cops, there's no nobody there, and it's it's a downhill into a straightaway, and you can just gun it. So we could do it with that car but he'll probably have to be the one driving in order to do it. It's still going to be fun. It's still going to be real fun for me. So not not driven a car yet for 100 miles an hour. That's a,
1: that, is, that is amazing. Uh, great story. Uh, uh, <laughs> Thanks. I will not relay any story implicating myself at all. Uh, <laughs> how's that for... Well, now you say. Uh, well, yeah. Hopefully we'll do more of these, right? Uh, if this is interesting to everybody. To our one listener, Drew. Uh, <laughs> Drew. <laughs> all right. So uh, we uh, let's talk some automotive news. Cue sound drop. No, no stop! <laughs> oh, you pillock! <laughs> Row the boat, you idle sods!
0: Why did you have to break down there, you the old imbecile? All
1: right. So uh, I got some news. All right. So today, today. Uh, it's Wednesday. I forget what day of the week it. What what? It's February twenty something, you know. Twenty first. Twenty first. Uh, today Ford. Ford Motor Company. You know, one of the largest mm-hmm. auto, uh, the third largest manufacturer on the planet. Uh, fired their president, uh, Nair. And why did they fire their president? Well, uh, they they originally didn't say. Uh, they. But it it was turned out really quick today in a press release uh, that uh, the the man that they gave the job to just June 1st of last year fired. And it took about three and a half hours before (laughs) it finally
0: came out that he was fired for, quote,
1: inappropriate behavior.
0: Mm-hmm. Three and a half hours, huh? That's got to be a record.
1: Three and a half hours, uh, and so uh, we can all assume what inappropriate behavior meant. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. assuming he tried to fuck a car.
0: Not where I was going with that. No. But I could see how you got there. Okay. And moving. on. Moving on.
1: on. <laughs> uh, next, next bit of news. You got something
0: for me? Um. Yeah. I want to talk about. There's. There's a couple things that I've noticed, well, it's one thing that I've noticed with two major things that have just been announced recently. So, over the last 15 years or so, when crossovers started becoming really popular, I have noticed this massive trend. You've got cars, you've got big old honking SUVs, you know, like the Expedition and all that stuff. Um, And then you've got like the the, the wagons, the, the mini SUVs, the crossovers, the in-betweeners. The cross
1: Crosstreks, the Encores, the, you
0: know. Yeah, yeah. it's They found a niche that people needed. Like, I don't want a car, but I don't need this seven-seater SUV. I want something in between. So they created something that the consumers wanted. And I've noticed another trend, and it's been in the recent years, and I don't know if it's fueled by... The environment, you know, there's a lot of environmental awareness right now, and I think that people are going, well, I don't want a car, but I also don't need a big SUV, but the big SUV they're thinking about is the mid-range crossover. So Ford, like I thought that, because the, the Escape that I have is the low, was, was the lowest level SUV that Ford had, well, they have outdone themselves. And then created a Ford EcoSport, and and it is it is a, it's a little bit smaller than my Escape in size, but the thing that blew me out of the water was it has a a one liter engine, oh, oh, oh. and it can go places. A one liter engine with three cylinders.
1: Wait, hold, hold, wait, what?
0: Yes, it's a three cylinder. One liter engine. Is it in line? It is, I
1: mean, it, that's got to be unbalanced as hell.
0: It is... Tw- I believe it has twin turbos. Ha, ha, ha. Um, and it has twin turbos on on one liter. It's in a cast iron block, which I think helps with some of the balancing issues because it's not aluminum. Okay, okay. And it has 123 horsepower with 125 foot-pounds of torque. So... That's not terrible. So uh, let me,
1: let me uh, just me envisioning this. All right. Uh The turbo lag is going to be step hard on the pedal and wait. One, two, three, four, it's going to whine. Yeah. Six. It's going to whine. It's, it's, wow. I mean, I have a turbo on my car and it just takes forever.
0: Now here's, Here's the thing, though, with that three-cylinder engine. And I'm going to see if I can find a link for you. Um, The three-cylinder engine that they have, they ran it around the Nürburgring.
1: Oh, of course they did.
0: And they put it in a super-fast car. Mm -hmm. It's a a Formula Ford. Okay. And they put a one-liter three-cylinder EcoBoost in the Nürburgring. And I'm pretty positive that at the end of this video... They set. It was like one of the, like the eleventh fastest time or something ridiculous, in because it's a tiny car, uh, that's weighs next to nothing, and I'm sure they tweaked the engine a little. They've had to have tweaked the engine, but they did it. They ran it around the Nurburgring. It was like a seven twenty two or something ridiculous that, with a three cylinder engine, one liter. Now what?
1: Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. So we could probably talk about Nuremberg ring we'll save that for another podcast and we' we'll, and we'll we'll talk about our love and automata automotive developers love of the Nuremberg ring and how that might be hurting things but that is actually very impressive for a three cylinder one liter car
0: uh-huh I have it right here um, the 11th fastest lap ever with a seven minutes 22 seconds which is higher on the list than 600 horsepowers like the lambo adventador ferrari enzo Pagoni zonda holy crap the zonda no other no other three or even four cylinder car has posted a fastest a faster time 11th 11th with a three cylinder one liter. what now that's pretty amazing.
1: Uh, uh, hats, it's pretty amazing. Hats off to Ford. Uh, uh, we and that, obviously whoa, that's coming
0: from a Chevy guy.
1: I obviously <laughs> uh, it wasn't Richard Hammond at the wheel.
0: No, no, he wouldn't have made it past uh, Turn one, past the first <laughs> first quarter. <laughs> uh, now, now I will say that car does come in a two-liter. Which has 166 horsepower and 149 foot-pounds of, tur- of torque. I have a four-cylinder that had 173 at the time of purchase, so I mean it's it's not far off. And I think mine is a like a two-four or something like that. So it's a little even bigger, and it's really not. They're what six or ho- five horsepower off of mine. And- and they've lost half a liter.
1: And honestly, I'm again coming from a Chevy guy. Uh, their EcoBoost engines, I, first off, I hate the name, uh, but uh, it's they're really good engines uh, that have been co-opted by many, many uh, specialist companies that love putting their 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 blocks in their own kit
0: cars. I think that the Ford GT has the 3.5 twin-turbo EcoBoost engine in it. Oh, yeah,
1: the the measly six-cylinder Ford GT that can go 217
0: miles an hour. (laughs) (laughs) It's impressive. But it's not the only car that's in that in-between smaller SUVs and car cars. The uh, Toyota has come out with a CHR, which... I don't know. It, it reminds me of, oh, what is that car that Hyundai has? that has got like the weird sunroof. It sounds like a dinosaur name or something.
1: Uh, all Hyundai cars? The only thing I can think <laughs> oh. of right now is Tiburon. But, you know. Uh...
0: No. I'll think of it. Um. So it's, it's kind of more flashy, like the Nissan Juke, it's kind of it's kitschy, you know, it's for the times, not really for the years. So that's got a two liter four cylinder engine in it. So there's a trend with that as well, where they're knocking some of the weight off, they're knocking some of the size, you don't have the headroom, it's more aerodynamic, plus they're throwing in smaller engines, but you get off the ground unlike you would with a car, but you don't have the size of the SUV. So there's that niche that's been coming out. I've noticed that Buick's got a car that does, it's the same thing, very small in The roller skate, I call it the roller skate because that's what it reminds me of.
1: Oh, my, my wife Tess drove an Envision last year when we were buying a new car. And uh, she she absolutely loved it. She absolutely loved the Envision. Uh, I think it was Premium 2 that she she drove. Uh, and like this year, there's like five different categories of the Envision, but you know, hey, Buick, right? I mean, like China loves Buick, and so they keep turning them out.
0: Who doesn't want a Buick? I mean, come on,
1: this this guy. <laughs> uh, so let's let's move in the complete opposite direction. Uh, I got some news. Uh, so move over, McLaren Seven Twenty. Uh, a new V eight is in town. Ferrari decided to spoil one of its surprises before the Geneva Motor Show. And it's called the 488 Pista, which means track in Italian. But let's be honest. Let's try try saying Pista with me. (laughs) Sounds very manly. Pista. Anyway, uh, it's a successor to Ferrari's V8-engineered Speciale Series, the 360 uh, Challenge Stradale, the 430 Scuderia, the 458 Special, the 488 Pista is 90 kilograms lighter than the 488 GTB, boasting an impressive dry weight of just 1,280 kilograms. Mm Mm-hmm. Packing the most powerful V8 engine in Ferrari history, the track-focused 488 Pista represents quote, the largest ever increase in engine power for a special series car, end quote. The evolution of the V8 unit powers the 488 Challenge race car. The 488 Pista packs a 3.9 liter twin-turbo V8 that produces, get this, 710 horsepower, which is fifty more ponies than the standard four eight 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 GTB, and guess what? It is two more than the McLaren seven twenty. Uh it's also gained seven pound feet of torque over the GTB, offering five hundred and sixty-eight pound feet of torque in total. Uh incredibly Oof. the zero to sixty-two miles per hour, because we have to do sixty-two. Because they're Italian. (laughs) Is two point eight five seconds. While So decent. Decent. While the zero to one hundred and twenty-four miles per hour. Hey, don't don't laugh. It's seven point six seconds. And it tops out at two hundred and eleven miles per hour. Ferrari's not with a V8? With a V eight. Ferrari isn't messing about here. There's some extraordinary performance figures. For comparison, the standard 488 GTB uh, needs three seconds to get to 62 and 8.3 seconds to reach 124, which, you know, to the everyday person is just, well, that's no difference. But no, that's miles of difference when you get into the performance range. Uh... Ferrari has also applied its extensive motorsport expertise to the increase of the 488 Pista's aerodynamic performance, both on the track and on the road. The front features of the Formula One-inspired S-duct, which you were talking about when I sent you... I was. Yeah, before... All right, tell tell our listener, our listener, Drew, tell Drew exactly
0: how beautiful this car looks. I do not like Italian cars. Let me disclaimer this with... I really... Every time we talk, eh, eh, that doesn't do it for me. There's something about it, eh. Uh, My first reaction was, ooh. Because there are... It's very sharp, but it's very smooth. Which, to me, is unusual for an Italian car. Like, they're either, like, boxy as all get out. Or they're too smooth and they don't have enough sharpness to really make them look crisp. This thing is beautiful. It's got... That rear spoiler. it got these beautiful, the spoiler is beautiful. It's not huge. It's the way that it sits in. I'm assuming that it comes up uh, so that you get grip in the rear. And it just looks flawless. It's got scoops on the side by the rear yeah. wheel wells that are magnificent. It kind of, like at first when I looked at it, I was like, ah, that's what Bugatti did with the Chiron, Is they have that big scoop that comes around. But they integrated it into the, the car to make it look seamless. And this is, I mean, good on you, Ferrari, because I've never really been a huge fan. But this car is absolutely beautiful.
1: Uh, it's, it's, let's, let's, uh, if you see... Uh, and I'll tell our listener, Drew, go look at the interior photos of this because the 488 Pista is also equipped with the latest Ferrari technology to enhance the driving experience, including the side slip angle control, 6e Dift 3f1 track, magna heretical <laughs> suspension. And now we have no listeners. <laughs> uh, yeah, all of this you can get for a measly two hundred and fifty thousand dollars roughly the cost of three dodge demons each of which produce 89 more horsepower
0: a (laughs) piece but which which one sounds better oh
1: absolutely the the pista
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man now i think i can top your pista oh i bet you Break, lay it on me lay it on me hammer I think I can I think I can I think I can top it The Aspark Owl Ooh, just came out Yes And this thing looks like somebody took the Batman Returns car and made it into a supercar It is it is the gnarliest looking car <laughs> It's I don't even know how to describe it other than somebody took a Batmobile and painted it silver Like that's it And they changed the spoiler to make it really funky on the back. I've never seen a spoiler like that before. This thing looks mean. And I haven't seen any videos yet. I didn't have a chance to look. I haven't seen any videos. All I'm looking at are pictures of the exterior. And it looks looks like something out of the 90s. But the thing about it that I thought was uh, the most impressive is that it is an all-electric car. And it just smoked Tesla's electric car. Yes, it did. Smoked it. What? Unreal. Zero to sixty in under two seconds.
1: It not just it. One point nine two.
0: Oh man, I, I just don't even know. I don't know what to do with it. I I should just watch it right now. It's, it's two, <laughs> two seconds. It's two seconds long.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite like videos to, like, pull up on people is the, uh, the, the, the take a sip challenge, uh, so if you're in a Tesla Model S and you put it in ludicrous mode, can they drink from a cup when you launch it? And they always, it's some of the best videos, you know, of, like, kids or, or like people just trying to sip water as the water flies out of the cup and, like, douses them, you know, Zero to sixty in one point nine two. There's a market for this. Well
0: you and know. what I love about what I love about them doing electric supercars is that electric cars have never been taken seriously. You see a spark on the road and you're like or not a spark, a bolt. You're like, eh, like the thing kind of looks you'll look like a freaking hippie, man. Like it's not hey, made. Hey, hey. I'm not dissing hey, Chevy hey, in general. Sh- I'm saying that car could have used a little bit more looks. It needs looks. The, you got to make them sexy, the in- man. The interior is spacious.
1: It's got a great infotainment system. I mean, le- the cup holders, my goodness.
0: The practicality is off the charts. <laughs> but damn, they're ugly. <laughs> like, But when you make something that looks like a Tesla Roadster or the Rimmick Concept One or this Aspark Owl. Like, holy shit, I want to hear about electric cars now. Tell me about electric cars. They have their issues. I see the downfall. But I also see, holy cow, this is a whole new way of thinking and this opens up a whole new market. And the fact that they're doing it with supercars and they're blowing the gas cars out of the water I love it. I do. I love it.
1: And you know, as as Jeremy, you know, said in when he was test driving the Model X, there it's quiet. It's very quiet. It's, it's eerily quiet. It's stupidly quiet. It's too quiet.
0: Chris Harris reviewed. And, and what did he review? I think it was the model. Was it the Model S?
1: I think he did the Model S, and and Rory did the Model X. Ah, you know, yeah.
0: They they thought that. It's a great car. They weren't excited about it. I mean, Tesla's... The idea is you pay more up front for your car, but you save a ton in gas. The fossil juice, as he calls it. You save a ton of that. So really, you're not spending a ton of money overall, but you have to have that money up front in order to buy it because of the technology. It's still new. So once they start doing more of the fancy cars... You know it's like Porsche. They do they do the fancy cars, but they also have, you know, the little SUV to pay the bills so they can do research for the fancy cars.
1: Do not get me started on the Cayenne and the Macan. It pays the bills. Uh,
0: it pays the uh, bills. All
1: right. Th- this is this is subject matter for another and podcast. Agreed. All right. Uh so let's move on as we shift out of this segment and move on to talking about oh the this last season of Grand Tour, uh, season two.
0: You bastards! I hate you. Both of you. You
1: utter bastards! I think you're following in too closely. Why don't you sod off? What a blithering idiot!
0: I don't care. So what did you think? I don't think? care what show they're on. If those three guys are together, I'm gonna watch it. Because I, yeah. I was looking through the episode list for seasons one and seasons two and every single one I was like, Oh, I love that one. I love that one. I love that one. Mm-hmm. There was one where I was like, eh, like I could have done without that. They changed the format a little bit. <laughs> I didn't like it. I'm like, that oh, was kinda boring.
1: But there's What was it was it the Army episode? Did you not like the Army episode? The Army episode. Yeah, the of season it was like episode two of season one. Uh, and everybody hated it. Uh, it was where they were in, like, Jordan. And they pretended like they were in a video game. And they kept, and they kept getting... See, I don't even remember it. What does that tell you? Uh, it, and people hated it. I liked it. I thought it was hilarious, but, you know. There's always anyway. something funny.
0: Yeah. Like, every episode, there's yeah. at least one thing. Like you said, how hard can it be?
1: <laughs> how hard can it be? Uh, so, let's... the The season second season for me started off with a, a huge it was a great first episode and it brought to the fore the big event that happened during filming which was I mean and they titled the episode past present and future uh, and they drove uh, you know Clarkson drove the the dinosaur drove the Lamborghini Aventador uh, S uh, and uh james may you know being the the current hip guy <laughs> you know drove the honda nsx Heck yeah, he did. which by uh which by the way uh it was raining like three days ago and uh as i was uh driving picking my son up from preschool and driving past the uh the uh dealership they had it out in the rain and I was, I was, a li- it's, and it's right next to the road too. Oh my gosh. Like, come on. But anyway, anyway. And then, uh, Richard Hammond drove, uh, the Rimac, uh, concept one, one of the eight, <laughs> uh, I mean, one. now it's seven <laughs> in existence. And, uh, we, all, because when it leaked, of course, early this summer, that he was in an accident and he was he had a a steel rod put in his leg, you know, because uh, he busted himself up pretty good. And they owned it in this first episode.
0: <laughs> yes, they did. They
1: <laughs> they owned it, and that set the tone for the rest of the series.
0: I agree with that. They owned a couple injuries. Um, I believe that one of my, <laughs> one of my favorite lines from this season. I think it was this season. Um, when James May broke his arm. Was that this season? That was, was that last, last season. season. <laughs> and yeah, he's standing yeah. in front of them, and he's got it in a sling. <laughs> and Richard Hammond goes, which arm have you broken? <laughs> 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 That's like somebody saying, uh, oh, they found her body. It was in five different bags. Oh, my God. Is she okay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, and... It honestly, it was smart to get ahead of all of that, you know, because we all knew it was coming fans, fans of the show knew Uh, the episode like the the, they followed it up, though, with, you know, with Hammond on crutches (laughs) and uh, they're trying to get from New York to Niagara. And while it featured the beautiful Ford GT. It just what and and you know I I like seeing other people than me get padded down by the T S A, uh, but it it just it wasn't that funny of an episode, and I don't know it just it didn't really really strike me as great. I
0: feel like they were pretty heavy on, like I thought there was some actual genuine tension between everybody yeah. this season, like. Like, they're at each other's throats a little bit, but they have to perform. So they put on a pretty yeah. face, but really, like, they kind of want to murder each other at this point. Oh, of course. <laughs>
1: uh, the, the uh, w- for me, one of those episodes was the unscripted episode. And <laughs> on paper, yes. on paper, in Croatia, this make this is brilliant on paper, <laughs> you know. And parts of it were. But parts of it was just, like, you're having a go at us. Like, why are you doing this? Like, why why am I even watching this? Like, sure, ha- seeing James May converting uh, whatever the POS car he did into a little fire engine and putting out somebody's barbecue, yeah, that was kind of funny. But at the same time, it's just like, you're just not doing anything.
0: Yeah, it was they had some misses, but the Jag episode where they went skiing. Oh, oh that caused my son to oh cry. Oh my god. Even I was like, you guys, you're gonna die. Like you're gonna die if you keep doing this. <laughs> uh, and then James James oh. made <laughs> right through it. Oh my yeah. god, and they're just correct. Basically, if you compile every time that Jeremy Clarkson starts laughing, you got me. Like I'm there <laughs> any day of the week. Or when he tried to dive oh. into a snowbank. <laughs> and he, it was like so four what, inches deep. <laughs> he just smashes his head. <laughs> really? Like
1: Was that was that your favorite episode? Um
0: My favorite episode? Oh man. I honestly think I'm with you on the past present, like the first episode of the season. Because I love I love when Jeremy Clarkson they're driving through I wanna say it's Italy. They're driving through Italy. And he's driving that big-ass Lambo. And they got to fit through these small, tiny little streets. And he's like, I can't get through. The back end is wider than the front end. i got to go around. And all these people are just, like, taking pictures and looking at him. And he's like, (laughs) he can't do it because the Lambo is freaking huge. But that's one of my favorite things. And I tell people whom I've just recently met, which I'm sure is weird. I don't care. The... (laughs) <laughs> the drag race between the NSX, um was he wasn't he in a hurricane?
1: Yeah. No it was a vented orders um
0: and the Rimic Concept One. I showed that to my dad and he was just yeah. like, I gotta watch it again. I gotta watch it again. I'm like is this not insane? And Richard Hammond saying, If this is the future, sign me up. And yeah. Jeremy Clarkson just goes that Remick just fucks off. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's the thing. Like
1: immediate, mm-hmm. like uh, with electric. Yep, arc. immediate. What tor- What did you think about? Yeah, what do you think about the uh, format change?
0: <sighs> I'm so happy. I am. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm okay. So, the thing I loved about season one was the videos that they did where they go out. They film a bunch of stuff. It's more like a movie. They they act like a bunch of idiots. They're jerks to each other. They come back to the tent, and there you go. I hated the celebrity thing. I hated it where they like blew up the celebrity. Why? Hated it. I'm so glad that's gone. Yeah. The celebrity face off yeah. is so much better. Oh yeah. Which they couldn't yeah. do, like stars in a reasonably priced car because that's owned by Top Gear, right? Which is the BBC.
1: Right. But uh, like the first season of new Top Gear. They did uh stars in a rally car, in a rally cross car, you know, and uh then they changed it up last season, and this season I think it's gonna be different, but we'll get that we'll get to the top gear segment. I I agree that the celebrity face off in the in the F pace or sorry, not the F pace, in the F type. Oh, could you imagine? Ja- if it was an Good F-pace? God, no.
0: Jaguar F type. Beautiful car.
1: And uh, the uh, even even our one listener Drew uh, seemed to seem to like the F type. Yes, he did. That uh, is the
0: one car we were at the auto show. It is the one car where we we came up to the back of it, and he just goes, "What is that?" And I went, "That <laughs> is a Jaguar F type." And he goes, "I like it." And I <laughs> walked up, and I was like, Drew. Check out the door handles. It's the one where you, you push on the front of the door handle, it pops out, and then you, you pull the handle, open it. And he was like, I want one. And I was like, you can't afford one. <laughs> None of us can, even if we pulled our money. Wait, wait. All that, that, uh,
1: that sweet I heart money?
0: Ooh. Ugh. Oh. Raking in the dough.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, the... <laughs> Uh, the My favorite celebrities, and it's going to sound weird saying this, was Rory
0: McIlroy and
1: Paris what? Hilton.
0: Holy cow, oh, no. they were so fantastic to watch. Who would have thought that Paris Hilton could drive, man?
1: Oh my <laughs> word. And they, they had some, like Goldberg was on, Heck yeah. which I messaged Ben and he's like, oh, I got to watch this. But that, like, honestly... Rory McElroy and Paris Hilton together, like as, as like crazy of pairing as that could possibly be, they were actually amazing.
0: I agree. I agree with you on that.
1: <laughs> and I know, like Hasselhoff, and they had some like bigger A-list celebrities and stuff like that. But like, no, it was it was kind of incredible to see and how good Rory McElroy was. And what was? Oh, wait a minute, didn't? They they talked about his car collection and the first like big car that he bought. Didn't he buy a LaFerrari?
0: Um, that was one of them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like that, like when he that, was what, know, like, like twenty one like, or something? Ridiculous. It, yeah. I just went and bought a LaFerrari. <laughs> can, can
1: you imagine? Well, and like Clark's, like what? Well, how much was in, in to it? Insure he was 25, like, 25, 25 grand. <laughs> Twenty five grand a year. <laughs> Jesus. That's pounds, you know? Oh The
0: only thing I anyway. the only thing I wish that they would have done is I feel like they didn't do a lot and I know it's a car show, but it's not a car show. It's not a car I show. I wish that they would have done more reasonably priced cars. Not like the super cars, not the high end cars. One of my favorite segments was the Ford Fiesta being chased around the mall by a baddie. Like mm-hmm. I love that yeah. segment. It's like 12 minutes long. And I just sit and watch just that segment because it's so freaking funny. Is it green? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, James May, like, didn't he drive a like a tiny little car? He drove a, you know, that.
0: He did drive a Civic R-Type. Well, I think it was well, R-Type. Uh, I mean, but... that's, okay, fine. Okay, I'll give you that one.
1: I mean, the, the, they, they mix some cars. Yeah, but it's more of the high-end cars now. It's all that sweet, sweet Jeff Bezos money that they... Uh, uh, speaking of which, uh, rumors, rumor time. Uh, did they blow through all their money? They, they, they moved the tent to right by Jeremy's house, uh, and they kept it there. They didn't move all over the world like they did last season. They kept it in one spot. They only did one major, you know, uh, like, go out uh, and do a, a super adventure, you know, kind of uh, episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it only lasted one episode, the the Feed the World episode, mm-hmm. uh, which honestly would... It, it, it was kind of controversial and it struck some... But it, I think it proved a point, you know, about celebrities going into Africa, you know, and then helicoptering mm-hmm. out you know not sticking around not doing anything It was good.
0: it Just, was definitely made to be a statement.
1: Yeah, it was made to be a statement. Uh and, and something that should be pointed out. Uh
0: If they if they the, blew through the, all the money, I mean, we still have what? 20, 20 years of top gear that we could rewatch. That's, that's uh,
1: <laughs> true. True. Uh uh you know, and but is was this the last season? I mean, they did say Originally, they said four seasons, and then James May came out and said, "Well, I can't be ass, arse, far, sorry, arse farting around, you know, in, you know, in my geriatric years." I mean, that's and typical so James
0: like, May, though. As as yeah. as uh, Jeremy Clarkson would say, "Ass burgers." <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, and then he's. Then they said, "Well, three seasons." Well, they they kind of it's kind of up in the air right now. And the latest rumor is that Jeremy Clarkson is going to be hosting. Uh, Who wants to be a millionaire?
0: I don't know how I feel about that.
1: <laughs> I uh, do. I think it will be hilarious. Yes. <laughs> will he? Will he be fired within like three weeks? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> because the man can't not get fired. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: but he does, he, the... he goes out in spectacular style. You've got to give him that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, punching an Irishman. Uh, who probably oh.
0: deserved it from the sounds of it.
1: Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, that leads us into what BBC is doing, and uh, Top Gear is coming out in the new Top Gear, The so, the new, new Top Gear, uh is coming out uh on the 25th uh in the UK and I believe like March 3rd here on BBC America. And uh I've I've watched the the two new seasons of Top Gear. The first one where they you know with Chris Harris Chris or Chris Evans. Uh, Evans. Ugh. Yeah, uh the, yeah, and it was I ho- couldn't do horrible.
0: It. I couldn't watch it. It was awful.
1: I want it was awful uh the the next season after that which was only 7 episodes and was over a year ago at this point uh and it only lasted 7 episodes uh it was actually pretty decent it was actually uh as much it was just focused on le bon blanc and and rory and chris harris uh and i th- i thought it was a pretty good pretty good series hopefully they got more than 7 episodes lined up for us
0: i will be honest as soon as i saw that chris evans was on there and i watched some of the spots for it i refused to watch it because i knew it was going to be awful and it kind of soured my taste i'm i'm a really loyal person on stupid stuff too like i love the trio of jeremy richard and james i love them so to have bbc continue top gear without jeremy clarkson it, it left a sour taste in my mouth. I didn't like it. But when when we started talking about the format that we were going to do for Sledge and Hammer, I saw Top Gear on there. I was like, all right, I'm going to skip the Chris Harris like bullshit years. We're going to skip that. And we're going to go right to this last season with Matt LeBlanc. And we'll start with episode one. They're in their stride. Like, let's just watch it. And I have to admit, when i for like the first 15 minutes i was sitting cross-armed on the couch like i don't want to watch this and then i started gut laughing like i do with the other three guys and i'm like all right okay i'll i'll give them i'll give them one more episode and if they can if they can make me happy then i will watch more of this
1: there there is and and i, I do i do like it uh i the one segment i want them to get rid of which I'm not sure I hope they got rid of in this upcoming season uh is where LeBlanc you know like they do this is this ridiculously expensive car like Evans talks about this you know like which he probably test drove for the car manufacturer oh I drove the Bugatti Chiron before it ever you know came out into production I helped benchmark it yeah thanks Chris Harris you're you're handsome and informed Former F1 driver, we yeah, you're you're fantastic. And British, don't forget and he's Le- British.
0: And, and he's <laughs> British.
1: Uh, and uh, then LeBlanc, you know, comes. In, you know what I would do with a half a million dollars? I would buy, you know, this giant, you know, digger. I would buy this, you know, giant, you know, uh, like tiller or something just like that. Just them broing out. Yeah, yeah, just and there, there are moments. That it's kind of funny, but it's just like, eh, it's it's kind of like so like off to the side of what I think, you know, made Top Gear good. Like, yeah, there's the stupid expensive moments, but they're always automobile related, not like farm equipment related.
0: Yeah, except for, uh... oh, not lorries. What are they? Caravans. They're always destroying caravans, which is
1: I'm fine. I'm fine with that because and, and, and I know you like you like camping too. I mean, do you take a caravan?
0: Hell no, I don't take a caravan. I sleep out on the dirt oh. like God intended.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm I'm actually weirdly looking forward to the new season of Top Gear. Uh, and here's here's the thing. My son, my 5-year-old son refers to Grand Tour and Top Gear as just Top Gear.
0: Really? I always mess he, it up.
1: He, like he and when whenever we watch the new Top Gear without Jeremy Richard and James, he's like, "Where are they? <laughs> this isn't Top Gear." and stuff like that. And I was like, "Oh, they're doing Grand Tour." "Oh, well can we watch that?"
0: <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs>
1: But I'm, but I'm actually honestly looking forward to the new season. We'll have to
0: talk about that in another episode. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's hey, maybe we should like make this monthly or something. Uh, we may have to. Well let's, well let's ask our
1: one listener, Drew. Hey Drew, should we keep doing
0: this? <laughs> I'm sure I'll hear all about it. <laughs> if he made it this far. Ah.
1: <laughs> yeah, not bad for a fifteen minute episode. What did this turn into like uh, an hour? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, so uh, let's let's do a signature sign-off. I'm Kevin from the Court of Nerds, uh, asking you to keep the dial underneath a hundred.
0: <laughs> and I'm Stacy, and I say, push it until that needle wobbles.
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we're out. Bugger off, please.
0: I hate him.